She deserved it. Yeah, he'd be in and out, assess the situation, and then beat feet for the exfil. He'd text her tomorrow to check in. That'd be good. Maybe they could meet for coffee sometime, someplace public and safe, no hand-holding required. No mess. No nicknames. Another shriek ripped through the air, longer and louder than the first. Z broke into a new sprint. The mist seemed to part for him as he neared the bungalow's door. The action wasn't necessary. A man yanked back the portal, clearly having heard his approach. The guy's dark auburn hair was disheveled, and his scowl fell just an inch short of meeting Zeke eye to eye, meaning he could turn himself into a six-foot-five big brother blockade if he wanted to. Despite that recognition, Z was in no mood to play diplomat with Trevor Chastain tonight. Yippee. He'd drawn the short straw and gotten lawyer brother tonight, along with an empty living room and an otherwise peaceful house. Sergeant Hayes, what a pleasure. Long time no see. Trevor? He kept the tone civil as he dropped his car keys on the table inside the front door. Damn. He wished for a robber instead of the guy who rocked back on a pair of classy cowboy boots. The shoes were a weird but perfect match with the stayed threads, giving Z an opening for a smart-ass quip, but he stayed his tongue. Reyna was proud of her brother, despite how his overprotectiveness danced on the edge of asshole. For her sake, he'd zip up the wisecracks. Didn't matter the next moment, anyhow. Another whimper filled the air, shooting from the hallway that branched to the bedrooms. Zeke grimaced. She's gotten worse, hasn't she? A lot worse. Fuck. Trevor let him squirm through a silence thicker than the fog outside. Finally, the guy said. You were gone longer than she expected. The comment fit Trev's M.O. Simple statement transformed to instant accusation. The man never left the courtroom, did he? Sorry about that. Next time I'm undercover in a South Pacific rogue state, I'll stroll in with a bunt cake, tell them I'm on a time schedule, and ask if they can help out with a few nukes in return. Or you can delete my sister from your contacts list. So much for lawyerly subtlety. Zeke spun a glance around the room wishing a jury and judge really would spring out of nowhere. Judges came with gavels. Gavels could do serious damage to a jerk brother's head, never mind that said brother was soon going to get his way about the issue. Not that he was going to spill that nugget for the asshat. He just had to see her one more time, especially now. He couldn't leave when she was in torment. Not when he knew he could ease her pain and chaos. Not when he could help her, even in this little way, once again. He crossed Raina's living room without a backward glance at Trevor. She cried out again as he got to her bedroom door. He blinked for a second, letting his vision adjust to the dim room. Everything was the same as he remembered, decorated in soft shades of cream and blue, except for a small lamp on her vanity table. That was new. The bottles of medications at the lamp's base? Not so new. Zeke scowled at the containers on his way to the bed.
all of them were still close to full. She wasn't sticking to her plan. No wonder she was worse. Two more steps got him to the bed. To her side at last. He was grateful for the excuse to let his knees give way, plummeting him to the mattress next to her. He couldn't account for why the rest of his body felt like C4, mush with the capacity to create craters, only needing the fire in his chest to detonate. Wait. Of course he could explain what was happening. Absence made the heart grow fonder. But when the real estate in a guy's heart was limited, fondness found a home elsewhere, like the rest of his body. Suddenly, all sixty days of their separation weighed on his muscles like bricks of the explosive. And damn if he didn't yearn for a few to go off, too.